And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and with me in studio we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin, and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight, right here on The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. I am so ashamed to say that I forgot our slogan, that is so sad. <laughs> we used to it by now. <laughs> I completely apologize, that was a blonde moment and i do not have blonde hair so yeah so we are speaking about something really hot something crazy so war is not only happening in ukraine yeah. in south africa as well we are dodging bullets we are dodging knives and you can literally say as we are dodging everything and stuff we are speaking about the fact that south africa is a bigger war zone than ukraine and how is that possible well we're going to be going through stats and giving you guys literally based off of the stats that are out in the open you can go and check the stats yourself why we say south africa is a bigger war zone than what is happening in ukraine pastor gav do you want to give a more brief explanation well what we're going to be talking about is the fact that um the murder stats have just been released now i uh, we saw it in the press on wednesday i'm not sure when it was released but um but you know wednesday morning it came out in the press that over 7,000 people have been murdered in South Africa in three months, mm. from July the 1st until September. Now, the article said September, so I'm not 100% sure is that beginning of September, end of September, you know, but um, either way, it's about, you know, two to three months, 7,000 people have been murdered. And then we went and had a look at the stats for the Russia-Ukraine war, and less people have been killed there. So... Mm. South Africa is supposed to be in peacetime. And so what I'm, what I'm beginning to wonder now, how do you threaten South Africans with war? <laughs> I mean, Ukraine's lost a lot of power because of drones and they're bombing their power stations. And we've, we've got the situation with Eskom. So our power's going down all the time anyway, already. Mm. And uh, it's looking like it's going to get worse when you look at what the guys are doing. You know, if you are the victim of a crime, you only go to the police if you're going to get an insurance claim. You don't go to the police otherwise because the police don't do anything. In fact, normally if a, if a criminal is brought to justice, it's mob justice. The, the community gets hold of the person and sorts them out. You know what I mean? Either with a severe assault or, you know, sends them to the cemetery. Um, but that's normally how justice gets done. Yeah. And within the courts, often the people that are going to jail are the innocent people. I mean, if you look at, you know, when last did you have a major drug dealer being arrested? Or a major, you know, major criminal person? No, they're sitting with some of the leaders of our parties in, uh, the political parties in Parliament. And they're having parties, you know, and, and things like that. I mean, we, we had our Parliament burned down early in the year here in South Africa. 
einen Terroristen zusammen haben das gehabt. CDR burnt the parliament, you know. Um, and I mean, the, the, the damage, I don't know how many, they, they told me 20 billion rand to fix the damage to the parliament. I'm thinking, yo, that's a lot of money. Um, but uh, like I said, a homeless guy was arrested. I can't see that a homeless guy got into the parliament. Uh, I mean, you're telling me there was that little security there, mm-hmm. that a homeless guy got into the parliament and said fire to off the place before anyone even knew what was going on. You know, so um, that's a situation in South Africa. And by and large, you know, wherever things are relatively peaceful, it's because the community starts acting and they start ta- personally taking out the criminals and not through the court system. You know, they just caught them in a different way. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, then you start finding the crime stars dropping in the area because of the community. So, yeah, we, they, we're going to be discussing that and the implications uh, going forward. Uh, the one thing that does make me feel is very proud of our people. Because, man, our people are tough. Eh? We're living in a war as if it's peacetime. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be speaking about. It's going to be quite interesting as always, because this is the political show where Christ Politics is. Hot Politics. Politics. Turn up the volume. The volume. This is Radio On Demand. What Demand. you want, Demand. when you want it. It's Active It's Active Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. YouTube. So we are speaking about, well, we are comparing the the deaths in South Africa, but South Africa, we're not just looking at overall death. And, you know, we are looking at specifically killings, murders, um, people taking someone else's life without permission. And... um, Without permission. (laughs) Yes, that's what a murder is. If you get permission, you're allowed to... You let to take their lives. I don't think a person would give you permission to take their life. Well, you said that murder is taking a person's life without yes, permission. Yes, without permission. You have to ask me if you want to kill me. So, um, but even then, you're not allowed to. Eh? You can't give me permission to kill you. We're not Canada. In Canada, you can. For real? Yes. No, I'd rather live in South Africa. At least, <laughs> at least, Jay, if you get murdered, it's illegal. Hectic. Now. Yeah, because I can claim that you said I must kill you because you're dead now. You, yes. you can't wake up and say... And I need yeah. to sign a contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, you know, when in, 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 in the countries where there's the death penalty and stuff, the inmates have to sign to say that they are consenting to dying. So it's, it's like... Okay, so we are basically speaking about... That's what we are looking at, specifically murders in South Africa. And we're looking at the second quarter, which is July until September. Um, that is what we're looking at. And on the 23rd of November, um, EWN basically released an article that's titled SA records over 7,000 murders between July and September. The Parliamentary Portfolio Committee on Police heard details on the, of the crime statistics from the second quarter of 2022-2023 financial year. And this is what it basically says. The latest police statistics show that there have been a general increase in crimes in all the top categories. Uh, There were over 7,000 murders committed in South Africa from the 1st of July to the the 30th of September 2022. The Parliamentary Portfolio Committee on Police heard details of the crime statistics from the second quarter of the 2022-2023 financial year 
The murder rate is up significantly when compared to the 6,163 murders in the same period last year. So we've really gone up. Yes, and um, that same period, July to September, was when the July unrest, ra- happened. Yeah, the unrest happened, yeah. which our government was calling an insurrection, you know. Mm-hmm. Allah, January 6th in America, the insurrection, mm-hmm. they called it the insurrection. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so during that time, what about 900 less people died? Mm. And that made international news. Yeah. Yeah, that that did make international. So, in other words, July to September this year is much worse. Mm. Basically, like much worse. And they basically say the month of July was the month whereby the highest increase increases were recorded. For murder, this increase was six hundred and fifty-nine. This is compared to last year. So in last July, year, July, it was six hundred and fifty-nine more murders. Less murders last year than yeah, we had. But I mean, this year there was yes, six hundred fifty-nine. Yes. So July 2022, 659 more murders than in July 2021. Yes, basically. Uh, For August, it was 72. It increased by 72. And for September, there was an increase of 110 in terms of murders. So I don't know what happened in August. Whatever we were doing in August was working. I think that's when the communities started taking out the murderers. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm also not sure. What what happened? What what was the big news in South Africa in August? No, but I mean, how many murders were happened in July in total versus August? Um, July, we, we increased uh, by... Uh, no, no, that's the increase. But you know what the number of murders was? Not, not. They don't give us that. I'll have to yeah. go into the report. So we obviously had those Tavins incidents uh, where the kids were was poisoned. Was that in July? Uh, I no, think no. so. No, no, that in your Benny. Yeah. No, that was before July. Was that before July? I think the tavern shooting in Deepcliff. The tavern shootings. And then we had we had those that, those shootings that were happening where people just whip up guns and just start shooting people. Oh, that and, was... And that um, was, and that that was like a, almost every from day. Lesotho, was it the Lesotho Yeah, people? the Lesotho people. It was like an everyday thing. Well, everyone said... How do, do we know it was the Lesotho people? Everyone said it's the Lesotho people. Twitter <laughs> said it's the Lesotho people, but do we know that that's true? No, we no. actually don't. We, we're blaming like this one of the smallest countries in Africa Ish. for all of our murders. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's true. It's all the Lesotho guys. This is completely out of context. But uh, this past Saturday, we were playing, we had a games night and we were playing 30 seconds. And on the card, I had a country. And the only way I could identify or explain the country was mentioning the fact that this specific country gets blamed all the time for, for things going wrong in South Africa. Can you guys guess that? Lesotho. No. <laughs> no. Nigeria. Zimbabwe. Yeah, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. But there's so many countries that are blamed here. I know. Zimbabwe is blamed. The, the Nigeria is Nigeria, okay, Nigeria's not blamed so much anymore. No, but no, they, they were not. popular. With that was drugs, popular to blame drugs. them with everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, that is completely out of context. It has nothing to do with mm-hmm. what we are speaking about. Um, Did they get it right? I'm not sure. Well, we never got a thought. So. No, the person I was matched with at that time was really interesting. <laughs> but it's fine. Um, let's, let's move on. Please. Yes, let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so 
that's basically so in july we had the most this year in terms of murders and and stuff and then uh police minister becky Trele said there have been two bad months for crime this year january and july i think we had some answers for january july we are still on the analysis we are finding how finding how to respond in respond freedom front plus leader I question the figures focusing on farm murders and how they don't add up. Yeah, so he was he was saying that um, they're undercounting the farm murders. Yeah. So what that's and 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 I actually think that's that's happening. I think yeah. the murders are being undercounted. Mm. You know, I think there's every possibility is in the whole country. I mean, how many murders do we hear about? Yeah, a lot. We hear about a lot of people. I mean, I mean, how many how many people in Joburg haven't seen a body in the street? Um, Sunday, I saw. One. No, no, I'm saying, but in the law, and I'm talking about since since July. How many people in Joburg haven't seen a dead body in the street? Mm, well, in the south we have. I don't know about the north. Probably, but in the south, definitely. No, I've seen a I've seen a body since since July in the north, really? driving through the yeah. Sure, it's deep. That's very. I deep. mean, it, it it's. I remember as a child, mm. you'd have nightmares. You saw a dead body. Yeah, true. <laughs> if you have a, if you have yeah. a nightmare, you'd be living a nightmare because mm. you see it quite often. Yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I remember actually in July, I went, oh, it was a very traumatic. Was it July? It was July when I told you guys about the murder that took place in the complex next door. So was I in that conversation? Yes. Did I not tell you guys? Was it? No, it was beginning. It was January. It was January. Where the murder. So basically, what happened was a couple are living in the complex next door. So we were woken up by the kids screaming, like in the middle of the night. And um, uh, what basically what happened was that the couple was fighting, and then they decided to both pull out knives and stab each other. And then the the woman died in the house, and then the guy was rushed to hospital. Yeah, so he's he got charged for murder because they found the knife think, no, in her chest. I think um, I remember you telling us that. John. Yes, yes, yes. So it's quite. I apologize for the yeah, accusation. So definitely quite a situation yeah. that happens. But um, so well, I mean, now gun laws are going to help that, huh? Not at all. Not at all. And then lastly, the the article basically ends and it says the Democratic alliances. Um, the Democratic Alliance said urgent action is needed to root out the crime in the country. It is evident that the South African government and all of its relevant departments, not just the police, but all of its relevant departments are failing to contain the social dysfunctionality, which is one of the root causes of, Christ, uh, of crime and the police themselves are becoming overwhelmed by criminals. Yeah, so what I'd just say to the, the Democratic Alliance, I mean, those are nice words. So, how are you going to contain the social ills because the DA is part of them? Yeah. All of these things that they're coming up with that are going against biblical values, like comprehensive sexuality education, mm -hmm. the whole LGBTQ, RSTV, UVW, whatever um, agenda, um, uh, the things that um, are being said, you know, well, I mean, the, the, the abortion legislation. Yeah. If you look at. Um, uh, you know, so many of these things, the way that uh, you get censored for things that you say about politics, but you can spread anything pornographic, even if it's children and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, 
you know, society is dysfunctional because there's no moral standard. Mm. And the DA will push that even more than the ANC. So the, the societal dysfunction, if the DA had their way, would be even greater. Mm. Now, what would the DA solution to this be? Using drones, using cameras, clamping down and controlling people, limiting people's freedom. And limiting people's freedom is not going to solve this problem. I don't know that South Africans are going to support their freedoms being curtailed in order to drop the murder rate. Mm. I don't see South Africans as supporting, for example, a lockdown because uh, the government says that there's too high a crime rate and the best way to control it is to lock people down for a week or something like that. Um, I don't see that working. I don't see it being accepted. I don't see lockdowns working that easily in South Africa uh, again. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's all good and well for them to say that. But the thing is, it's the same as what I've said before on the show. Um, people talk about curtailing rape, you know, in the same way. And the reality of a situation in a nation is that the lower the moral standard in the nation, mm. the more women are going to be raped. Mm. And the Bible is clear. I mean, if you read places like Romans 1, the lower the moral standard in a nation, the more people are going to get murdered. Mm. The greater the rebellion, the more people are going to get murdered. Mm. And so the thing is, most people, yeah, you know, many, many people grew up in church and things like that. And if you don't start getting back to those values, then at the end of the day, what are you basing your moral standards on? Mm. By what standard are you basing? And um, you, you now go, end up going back to the, the quote that comes from the book of Judges, that in that time, there, Israel had no king, and everyone did what was right in their own eyes. And I mean, in South Africa, that's basically a situation. Now. Everyone does what is right in their own eyes, and if it's right in their own eyes to murder someone, they're going to murder them. Yeah. That's what we have. Yeah. There is no higher authority, and the, the, the role of the church has been watered down. Mm. And I, I don't believe that uh, one can escape a correlation between the fact that the government weakened the influence the church has on the people with the lockdowns in 2020, 2021, and which went right up until June. Uh, the government weakened you know, the, the, the link between the churches and the people, and the crime rate has shot through the roof. Mm. To the extent where not only do we see this extreme murder rate, but our 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 railway lines got stolen. Mm. You know, uh, the the tracks, the train tracks got yeah. stolen. Yeah. So, you you need a revival. Yeah, I know that. You need a revival because people's hearts need to be changed. If your hearts don't change, they're going to continue to do this, and the crime's going to get worse. Yeah, Black Knight. Before I go on to the Ukraine stats, what are your thoughts on that? Um, first things first to. I think also I have a problem with the whole thing with the with the SAPA guys because they they are the ones that are pushing this crime that we're busy complaining about. They're the ones that will call a hitman on you um, if ever you try and do something good. In fact, there's a Nando's advert that I that I used to enjoy seeing on TV where there was a, a Rasta guy who who was a great artist. And then he he went he went to the police station uh, to go um, get hired. He, he was looking for a job to sketch. And then the sergeant had an imagination of what would happen if he hires this guy. And then this guy will end up drawing him as as the person that's that they've been looking for the whole time. And that what what was what was an underlining thing from Nando's to say that these guys are the ones that are busy doing what we complaining about yeah. you see the only thing the only thing that um that 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 breaks my heart with 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 our countries that our leaders are 
are the monsters that we are being told that we are. But because if you look at people, we people are really scared of the cops. Like even me, I think about if those guys stop me, I stop. You get what I'm saying? And then if they say anything, I, like I listen. I, I, and if you know me, I'm, I'm too rebellious. But when those guys come, I try and be like, okay, let me let me hold myself you know I, I saw a video of a, of, of a guy busy swearing swearing um po- uh, a policeman in i don't know what state in in the u.s mm. and those guys didn't touch him or anything i'm like oh 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 if it if i did do this year i don't know in fact the video won't even be found of me I'll, I'll probably be somewhere in a hospital my parents are there to fetch me because <laughs> the cops will show me fire but what i'm saying is that it's not like our people are animals that don't listen or whatever we only don't listen when you don't do what you said you're gonna do for us and we start doing our own thing protecting our own malls when you can't as cops now you need ammunition from us the people well, how many south africans believe that the cops can protect them ah uh, we don't do that we don't even call them when there's a problem because you know they'll come like now you call the community <laughs> yeah you call your security yeah, company they'll if come if you 10 fight. hours later yeah like Trevor Noah even made a joke about it on the Daily Show, which he, which he, it yeah, was I true. I don't like Trevor Noah yeah, anymore. But but, they, when, when but you, that was truth because because yeah, that's true. that's the only thing he said this year. Yes, that was yes, true. that's the only thing. I, no, yeah, that, that's the only thing I can. When he was when he was in that. South Africa, I thought he was a great guy. Yeah. yeah. Then he went we on the Daily Show and he got corrupted. Ish. Started speaking rubbish. Ish. So yeah. finally, a true statement. Yeah, no, that's the only thing that's that I, I, I say Trevor Noah said was true. I mean, how, how many times? There was an incident now, last week. I can't remember exactly, but it was a big problem. Oh, wait. You know what I heard about? Can I tell you what I heard about? Yes. Mm. So there was a big problem. They went into this factory. To They wanted to go into a lithium factory. Mm. So in the in the Gauteng area, that's the province where Johannesburg is. I don't want to say specifically where. Mm. 18 guys with AK-47s. Mm. Um, by accident, they went into the factory next door. And uh, anyway, as they came out, the security had been alerted. You know, the, the security company and people like that. So they were waiting for them. The cops had been called. Um, and then anyway, the the the, um, the cops opened fire. They they killed 10 of them and apprehended the other eight. And the cops came there a few hours later acting like heroes <laughs> with 10 bodies and eight guys there sort of in handcuffs. So, you know, they just had to load them into the van. <laughs> No. And this no, was 18 serious. guys, all with AK-47s. Just imagine. Sure. Like, you know, that would be used in Ukraine. Hmm. <laughs> Those kind of rifles, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. And, uh, I mean, the, the security and the guys in the factories, they sorted them out. Yeah. 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 No, and, and no one else got killed. Only 10 of the 18 that went in to rob the lithium battery factory. Hmm. Yeah, no. And just quickly, with the murders and things like that, and it's not just murders that are happening with... Um, grown people in in what's this in communities and stuff like that there are so many articles that i read i think at least once a week i'm reading an article where in a primary school a kid stabbed another mm. kid because of uh, of gang related violence or whatever or lunch or lunch or whatever it's like literally or someone, crazy someone, things. someone said something about someone's mother yeah no it's crazy things yeah. so I think that goes back to the whole thing that Pascavi spoke about, the whole moral standing of society. If we don't have that, if it, if it keeps declining and declining, and de- we'll find our kids going to primary school and getting stabbed beca- and killed because of, 
of of these things and stuff. And now when well, we just, yeah, just one thing. I mean, there was a shootout that happened at a nursery school in the south of Johannesburg a number of years ago, mm. where over six hundred rounds were fired. Sure. And it didn't make the national news. Sure. And police died in that shootout. The 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 criminals, so the criminals were living in a house next door to a nursery school. Mm. Uh, you know, the criminals were all killed. Some of the cops died. There was there was a shootout. Over six hundred rounds were fired, and it didn't make the national news. Mm. Sure, I don't even crazy. know if it made the local news, mm-hmm. the Southern Courier, you know, which is the local paper in the south of Johannesburg. Yeah, might have made the Southern Probably, Courier. Yeah. We know social media. That's all we had. What's this? In um, no, so now on the thirty first of October, United Nations Human Rights websites released. Uh, well, basically they they continue to re- release. Um, stats on the war that's happening between russia and ukraine and on the 31st of october they released the stats of how many people have died now we with south africa we looked from uh, july to september so that's three months july august september now with the stats that they released is from the 24th of february up until the 31st of october so that's how many months nine months months. (laughs) no no uh you Um, in ukraine ukraine yeah that's nine months yes yeah, from February to October. Yes. Yeah. So that's well, the war months. started in February. Yeah, and um, this is basically what the report says from the twenty fourth of February, twenty twenty two, when the Russian Federation. Yes, that's about eight months in. If it's yeah. the end of February. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when the Russian Federation uh, armed attack against Ukraine started to thirty October, twenty twenty two, the office of the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights recorded. 16,295 civilian casualties in the country. But now it's divided to this. 6,430 of that were killed and 9,865 were injured. And that's what they say. And it, inc- it includes the following. A total of 6,430 were killed and that's divided by 2,511 men, 1,716 women, 167 girls, 201 boys, as well as 34 children and 1,801 adults whose sex is not yet known. So basically, in the whole in the war between Russia and Ukraine from the 24th of February to the 30th of October, they've recorded a total of 6,430 deaths. Okay, that's among civilians. Yes, that's among civilians. So they're not counting the soldiers? No, no, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, obviously, yeah, you're talking close to nine months. Yeah. They have 6,000. Mm-hmm. So probably, you know, if, if you added all the soldiers in between July and, and September, you might get to a similar number. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe it would be less. You know, but uh, definitely as far as civilians goes, mm. a lot less of them are dying than what's happening in South Africa. Yes. In South Africa, this is peacetime. Yeah. All right, we, we're talking in peacetime. Yeah. So, <laughs> over 7,000 people died in three months in peacetime. So, you're talking for approaching 2,500 people a month in peacetime. Basically. We're yeah. not even fighting. Imagine if we were at war. Imagine if there was a war, how many people would die? Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I mean, how do you threaten South Africans with a war? Because yeah. how many people are dying? I mean, you can go to a tavern or something, young, you can go to church. 
people can come in and shoot you. Mm. I mean, it's happening. Yeah. You know, pastors get shot preaching in South Africa. But pastors get killed. Yeah. Uh, people attack churches. All these things are happening already. Yeah. In your house, you could be overcome with people with seven automatic weapons. Mm. You know, that's true, yeah. You could have to offer them your TV and your couch. and that's you know, If you have right dollars now. in your couch like the president, <laughs> you have to offer them. Even the president got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even the president, even the president's farm gets robbed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's still three or four million dollars from his couch. <laughs> you know, so yeah. how do you threaten South Africans? Can you? Black Knight, can you threaten South Africans? It's a, it's a real question because we haven't yet had a threat i don't think you can i think if 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 there was a way the president would have done that long time ago i think they're still trying to figure out and hence why they throw everything at us pit bulls because they're trying to start a war but they just can't. The people just under pitbulls. Yeah. <laughs> and if you come to take them away, well, you might not. You yeah. The pitbull might stay, and you might. You leave. might not. Be, <laughs> they might. They might, might take you away a, somewhere. Yeah, you, you might not leave alive. <laughs> yeah. So, so um um we 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 had the the vaccines and stuff. It didn't it didn't work. We 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 got only to thirty percent, and that's like after two years of trying. When when England one year months they got like um, close to forty, um, if not thirteen months they got thirteen months. Now I think by March they had close to they had over sixty percent vaccinated. Just imagine that by March twenty one, and our president hustled and tussled with us for like two years and he still like only made it to thirty. So and that's that's. The official stats. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> How many of those were illegal foreigners? Yeah. People living here illegally. So yeah. you, you you can't get a bank account but but you could get the vaccine. <laughs> that's true. So uh, uh the question is uh um yeah. in that thirty percent was foreigners. Yeah. And and they, they didn't add them to the stats. Yeah. You know, the overall stats of yeah. the population of the country. And a, a lot of the people who got vaccinated in the last in the second half of twenty twenty one in this country were foreigners because they were scared they weren't going to be able to get to their home country for Christmas mm. to go visit their families. Mm. Yeah. So that would have inflated the numbers. Yeah, true. Yeah, so it, it could be well under 30% of the population got vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. So for me, the answer, the answer to that is that as long as we haven't gotten a threat yet, you, you cannot threaten us. Well, I mean, people get threatened here all the time. We, I, I think you must be careful in South Africa about getting into a fight because <laughs> you're liable to be killed. Yeah, I think we're used to threats, like you, like you're saying, we get mm. threatened. Like you walk, as long as it's dark. In fact, even during the day, sometimes you do look behind you. You know, if someone is walking behind you and they're not coming, um, they're not passing you or something, you because you're like, why are you walking behind me? And then you start looking, you know, making sure that you're safe. So I, I guess we're used to threats. Especially now, people just budge in your house with guns yeah. and take your TV. Yeah, you, your house has got to be locked. You can't, yeah. you can't sit in your house at night with yeah, the door true. open. But, you know, that reminds me of a story. 
the first time I went to Australia ever in, in my life was in 2002. And anyway, we were staying in a hotel in an area of, of Sydney called Parramatta. And what we were told is you must be careful because Parramatta is incredibly dangerous. So we got into the hotel. And I mean, uh, it was weird for me because we landed in Sydney. Uh, the, 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 we, we were on the plane. You had breakfast. So it's, uh, it's like 8 o'clock in the morning. You land in Sydney and you walk out the airport. It was 4 in the afternoon. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. So the sun's starting to set. It was like you've just had breakfast. You know, that mm. I couldn't get used to that. Mm. And then we, we got to the hotel, and then from the hotel, we actually walked down the street from the hotel in Parramatta, to a, and we went to a pizza restaurant. And we'd heard, now Parramatta is very dangerous. It's a, like, you must be careful there. So anyway, then we were sitting, and then the waitress was telling us how dangerous Parramatta is. And she said, you know, the, the river in, there's a river in Parramatta called the Parramatta River. And she said, yes, uh, about a few months back, they found a body. They even found a body in the Parramatta River. And remember one of the guys in our party said, what? Only one. They <laughs> 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 only found one body. <laughs> ah, this is a safe place. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's hectic. In First Peter 2, verse 24 to 25, it says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to, to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds we have been healed, for you, for you were like sheep going astray. But now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Yeah, so <clears throat> if you want to know what the problem in South Africa is, if everyone goes their own way, then like I said, if your own way tells you that it's okay to murder someone, you're going to do it. What is there stopping? You know, if, if you take someone who, who, who's experienced the transformation that Jesus brings into their lives, there's a lot of things that they're not going to do because they're going to be constrained, number one, by Scripture. The Bible's going to constrain them by what the Bible says. You know, I mean, I mean, what is the big thing that would constrain a married man who's a believer that's, that's had an encounter with Jesus from having an affair? It would be the word that you don't commit adultery and stuff like that. Yeah. The other thing that will constrain a person like that is obviously the Holy Spirit. Because the more you read the word, the more the Spirit will speak to you. And, you know, the Spirit does something interesting because often people have told me, now, the Holy Spirit is just an imaginary voice. And the thing that I've said to them is, I've never heard of a people who has an imaginary voice that tells them they're wrong. Mm-hmm. You understand? So maybe like a, a, you're having a, if you're married, you're having a fight with your wife. In the middle of the fight, there's this voice inside of you that says, you are wrong now. You better apologize right now. And now you have a choice in the middle of this fight. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, you apologize to your wife. You know, or, or you carry on fighting. You understand what I'm saying? And the Holy Spirit actually does it. And so um, that plus the fact that uh, Jesus actually changes your character. And if you're living by the Spirit, you know, the Spirit produces fruit. And the fruit is things like love. You're not going to murder someone if you love them. The fruit of the Spirit is joy. You're not going to suffer depression if you have the joy of the Lord. Uh, peace. You know, if, if, if there's peace on the inside of you, you're far less likely to make war on the outside. Yeah. Okay? Uh, kindness. Kindness is when you, you're doing good things for people who don't deserve it. Mm. Uh, the other thing is faithfulness. How many murders How many murders happen in this country, in South Africa, because one of the two people has been unfaithful to the other one? Mm. Or, you know, a, a man and a woman are together, one of them cheats, and the other one organizes for that person, you know, the, the third party to be killed. You know, things like that. 
Uh, how many people get killed just because of a drunken brawl, mm. which all comes down to a lack of self-control. Mm. Um, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is self-control. Mm. Um, you know, so so just when you start looking at all of these things, plus then when people have a radical physical encounter with Jesus, because that's what I want to say now. People can have an encounter with Jesus. They can actually meet him. You know, like I've met him. I, I tell people often, to, for someone to try and tell me that Jesus doesn't exist, um, would be like trying to tell me my wife doesn't exist. Because as I know my wife, I know Jesus. And the other thing is I was speaking to someone, you know, this week, and they were just sharing about how they were in the worst of the worst circumstances. No money, homeless, drugs. Then they had an encounter with Jesus. And when they had an encounter with Jesus, the desire for drugs just supernaturally left them. They've never had the desire since. They're also telling me that uh, um, they, they, they realized that they cannot, because uh, they, they're married now. I mean, God gave this person a spouse. But they realized they cannot sleep with another woman. Because if they sleep with another woman, they're going to break that protection you know, from the drug addiction, all of that stuff. If they sleep with a woman, they're going to drink. And if they drink, they're going to get drunk somewhere along the line. And if they get drunk, next thing they're going to find themselves around one of the crack houses, you know, looking for a hit. And then it's finished. They'll be worse off than they were before, you know, the, the, the Lord fixed them. And um, they were actually telling me that people that know them can't, for them, the, 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 even people that knew them then, it's almost like there's a blockage. They can't remember that person that was homeless, that was on drugs. Mm. They can't remember them. It's like, because of, that's how much Jesus has changed them. Mm. And now, that was just this person. I know so many people that, that can testify to the fact that they met Jesus, they become completely different people. And you just do not have an explanation for that. That transformation, the way someone changes like it, you do not have an explanation for that other than what the Bible says. That Jesus came into their hearts, they, be, they made him the Lord of their lives, he gave them the Holy Spirit and they changed. Because you can't change like that. I've seen many people try and change for the better. You can't change like that out of yourself. Yeah. Okay, it, but with the transforming power of the Lord you can. Yeah. So, if South Africa wants peace time to return, if everyone wants the war to stop, it, it can only happen to the church. No one else is going to get that right. The DA can come, the Democratic Alliance, the official opposition, and they can say whatever they want to say. If they're in power, everyone will be shouting at them over the murder rate. Mm. The politicians do not have the power to stop the murder rate here. Mm. Okay? It's only the transformed hearts and minds of men and women in this nation and people that have been touched by the power of God that is going to bring peace time back and that will make South Africa safer than war-torn Ukraine. Mm. Yeah, amen. So let us know your thoughts on our social media platform. This is The Political Show right here on Active FM Radio. has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we've had... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight right here on The Political Show where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. you heard it's the netflix of radio 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 
become part of the Active FM family today. Go check out more of the shows and chat with us on our social media platforms. It's more than just a radio station with amazing content. We are Active FM. Share your thoughts with us, send in your questions, or simply tell us what you love most about Active FM on our WhatsApp line. Radio has never been better. Active FM. Radio has never been better.